0: and gentlemen boys and girls uh, I'm the gnarly gnome this is uh, the weekly pint <laughs> it's, it's been already a heck of a week and it is Monday <laughs> uh, just when I thought we were kind of in the clear we were out of the woods with all of the chaos from the website uh, in, uh, in March that we had uh, now the podcast is fighting me and uh, what's happening with our what's happening with our video right now? Oh my goodness, Uh, let's see, Uh, let's try, oh man, I assume, alright we'll put this one on for a second, ah that's terrible, and then we'll go back to this one and we'll see what that looks like, it looks like nothing. Why? Why is this my life? (laughs) Alright, hang on. Uh, I assume you guys can hear me. There's that. Oh my goodness. Uh, So, for anybody who has not been paying attention today, as I'm trying to fix all this stuff while I talk, um, the... uh, um, the BrewCast did not work um, today the way it's supposed to. And I don't actually know why. All right, here, I'm crank the volume here. We'll keep talking as I look for a solution here. <clears throat> um, so the BrewCast, I posted it. I'm, I'm rooting through drawers trying to find a capture card to... work here and we can take this sorry um so I went to post the uh the brewcast this morning and it posted fine it all looked like it was it was great and then um when I went to check it on various podcast platforms it just didn't exist but when I went and looked at it on all of my uh um kind of website stuff. It was all fine. All right. There we go. That'll work for now. All right. We replaced the $500 piece of equipment that evidently is going to fight me tonight with a $20 piece of uh bullshit. Um the podcast um was posted to the website exactly the way it's supposed to be. Everything looked like it was fine and um yet every time i check it uh it's not on any kind of actual podcast app when i run the rss feed through some checking software it all looks fine and then others it doesn't and i can't understand how that even is possible and so it's been um it's been another like uh shitty day as far as uh being a content creator which is why it's so fitting that i go to do this thing and this bullshit just doesn't work. We're figuring it out. Hang on. How's that? Does that sound better? <laughs> why? Why is this my life? <laughs> why? I, I I think that the more you try to overcomplicate things and make things uh, better, uh, the worse it all ends up actually being. Um. I don't know guys i I don't know what I'm doing anymore uh I don't actually understand the point of all of this uh let's drink a beer uh tell me what you're drinking i've i've not been paying attention what everybody's drinking um let's see oh, Marco is having a truth Caroline is drinking uh what she believes is a uh home brewed beer. Julia is having a Sonder barrel Coconut Auto. Um, Josh is having a Destel Brewing Deadhead West Coast IPA from Normal, Illinois. Um, that looks like looks like what everybody's drinking. Here we go. Elijah is drinking the newest batch of McBrayer bourbon. Um, I still have a bottle just sitting on my bar, but I'm just so desperate to drink. And I don't think I'm supposed to. I don't know the rules. All right. Let me crack into this, and then we'll talk about it. I really like I'm at the point like I'm I'm so annoyed right now and like aggravated that I just want to burn it all down to the ground. Um not as bad as I was um in March with the website, but uh pretty freaking close. It's uh it's annoying <laughs> to say the least <clears throat> the amount of money that I spend every month for all of these different services that are supposed to work and all of the different people that are supposed to keep things up and running, uh, is insane. And when it doesn't work the way it's supposed to, uh, it just, it infuriates me that like, you can't, if I can't rely on somebody to do it, like, why am I paying, why am I paying them to, to exist? Like, why? Like I can, I can, can figure out a way on my own better. Uh, All right, I guess I should tell you what I'm drinking. We're going to go Check Yourself uh, from Wooden Cask. This is a Czech lager, if you can't tell by the name. Uh, It says, check yourself, Czech-style pilsner, um, brewed with pilsner malt and Czech-sized hops. It tells me to pour it into a chilled glass and enjoy. I did not chill my glass, uh, but I will uh, enjoy it. It's best served at 45 to 54 degrees. It's also probably a little bit colder than that, but uh, I guess that makes up for the chilled glass that I don't have. Um, that looks like it's all they tell me. I guess that's kind of all you need to know about a, a Czech pilsner. All right. This one looks like a pilsner, look. Look, it's, it's bright and it's clear and it's got a nice fluffy white head on top. That's a Czech pilsner me smell it mm. oh yeah there's a little a little bit of that uh just a, just a touch of that sulfur kind of farty <laughs> aroma uh floral spicy hops like you could get all of all of that oh, this is uh it smells great. Let me let me dive in, mm. oh, that's great, oh, it's so good uh crisp uh bright uh hoppy like there is hops, this is hoppy the way I want hoppy beers to be uh so good, um love it, wooden cask always keeps me very happy with what they're doing uh maybe i should uh <coughs> maybe i should hire wooden cast to come in here and run all of my stuff for me because clearly they know how to do stuff versus all of the people that uh uh <laughs> that run things as it is <laughs> can't can't trust them to do anything including myself uh clearly uh man it's frustrating uh i'm Super annoyed right now. But uh, if you're new to the show, it's not always this bad. I mean, it's usually kind of bad. (laughs) There's usually something that goes wrong. Uh, uh, Maybe that says something about me. Uh, But there's always some kind of chaos. But uh, it's a happy hour. Uh, Yes, it's a show. But uh, the the real reason behind all of this is for us to just kind of hang out together on a Monday and talk about what's going on. Uh, Sometimes it's what's going on in our lives, like crashed podcasts. feeds (laughs) feeds <laughs> i don't even know how to how to put it into words because the feed is fine like i look at it and it looks like it works the podcast works on the website so like it still is there um i just can't figure out why it's not communicating with the rest of the world i don't know uh sometimes we talk about things like that sometimes we uh we express our uh our anger at <laughs> at the world <laughs> That's what the show is for, right? Um, other times, we just sit around and talk about uh, craft beer news, uh, booze news, uh, just anything kind of bigger in the world of of drinking that uh, has our interest. Um, and there are a couple fun stories this week that uh, I definitely want to talk about. Um, but if you want to take, uh, you know, to... Uh, you know, take part in the show be, be part of the action uh, as hopefully all of you are figuring out wherever you are um, listening. You can, you can jump on your computer and you can type along, you can jump in the chat. Uh, that'll, we'll put that on the, the screen right here in just a second. Um, if you want to go really crazy though, you can call in and the, uh, the drunk line is right here. It's five six seven seventy drink. Um, this is uh, a way that you can call in and um we'll pipe you in straight here into the studio and you can you can take part that way uh this will be this will be changing a little bit in the near future, which we don't need to talk about right now, but um just just so you guys are aware uh the number will change or i don't know i don't know we'll we'll talk about it um but the chat here the Almighty chat, which every time I pull it up. Gets confusing. (laughs) Uh, Let's see. Uh, The Verge on Del High Pike now has carpet rolls stacked up. Looks like a dead brewery project to me. Uh, Good news about that. So the carpet rolls stacked up are the previous tenant. Uh, So the place that was there was a carpet store. They are moving all of that stuff out. And uh, once it's all out, that's when the brewery can can move in and start... uh, uh, start start their project. So it's not a dead project, uh, not a dead brewery. Um, it is uh, closer than it's ever been. is what it sounds like to me. Um, I'm not going to promise that it'll still happen, but I, I think we're I think we're on track. Um, in my opinion, <laughs> Julia says it'll change to five six seven fifty drunk. <laughs> no, uh, if it changes, so if the number changes, it's going to change just straight to my business line. So. Uh, the i have I, I have my cell phone obviously which is my personal number i'm not putting that on the screen i don't trust any of you guys that much um and then there's also the the business line um here into the studio uh that may be what we get on the screen just because there's like a a goofy um a goofy delay like i don't know how many people actually notice it but it drives me crazy when somebody calls them um that they are just a hair behind um, me when I'm talking. So it makes it hard to kind of have a conversation with somebody. Um, so maybe the live number will be the the actual business line. Um, and then if you want to leave a a, a a voicemail, we'll leave the drunk line. I don't know, or I'm going to figure it out. It's just very low on my priority list right now. Craft uh, uh, Parenting Podcast says, you can trust us. We won't sign you up for stuff. Probably. Yeah. It's all right. Um, I don't I don't think there's a possible way to make more uh, junk phone calls come into a number these days. The amount of um you know uh, home warranty things that that call. So which is stupid because like I don't I don't answer phone calls. Like when I'm <laughs> even like even business phone calls. I, I really don't answer them. Like leave a message and I'll get back to you. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not answering a live phone call if I don't know who it is because I don't trust any of them anymore. Um, so, no worries. Uh, so, that's how you take part in the show. Um, we'll keep this up here until I start talking about news stories. And then, as I've learned, uh, this disappears and I still haven't fixed that. So, again, priority list. I just can't keep up with all of this. Um <laughs> Ever. <laughs> However, uh one thing I try to keep up with is all of the uh uh the current uh, happenings in craft beer. I try to try to watch what's happening and and kind of keep my ear to the ground and see um what is exciting to me and what um what I think might have some kind of bearing on uh a craft beer drinker or a drinker just in general here in Cincinnati. And there's been a lot of a lot Of fun stuff. Uh, the biggest one to me is definitely a local news story. Uh, Fabled Brewworks. Oh, uh, over here. Over here. Ah, uh, Fabled Brewworks. Look at that. Um, they announced their grand opening uh, June 1st. <clears throat> and what I thought was really, really interesting about this was the tap list. If you jump on their website, uh, which is fabledbrewworks.beer. Uh, you can see the tap list that they are hoping. And they they were very clear about saying, this is our uh, anticipated uh, opening tap list. Uh, It is 23 different beers. Um, Like I I can remember uh, back, uh, specifically Braxton is the one that jumps out of my mind because we were doing the podcast at that time. And when they were opening their doors, they were putting uh, 20 taps behind the bar to open with. Which was uh, a lot of taps to open your doors with, and um, uh, Tina, uh, who was a co-host of the the podcast at the time, uh, she said, uh, "How long do you think it's going to take you to fill twenty taps with different beers?" Um, or she might have worded it a little bit a little bit harsher than that. Of there's no way you can fill twenty taps with different beers, <laughs> and and now to think of a place that is just opening their doors. Uh, hoping to have twenty three different beers on like it gives you this very distinct perspective on how uh how craft beer uh culture i guess has changed. Julia says guessing smaller batches of everything for launch and then they'll uh they'll carve it down to however many core beers plus a few permanent taps yeah it's it's that and then there's also i'm sure some beers that are you know a batch of something that is then uh, fruited with a couple different things and like there's lots of ways to to do that now but Um, Even that in itself was unheard of, you know, when you, when you look back um, to kind of that era when these other places were opening, Um, it's very different. (laughs) Can I bring my muffin tin to get larger flight boards? Because these sound delicious. There's some good stuff on there. I'm excited. Uh, Hopefully we will um, have them on the show soon. We're trying to get a day figured out to sit down and talk. Uh, regardless, one way or another, uh, we'll be there to talk about them uh, in the very near future. But I'm excited. Uh, the tap room looks in, uh, incredible. Like they are dialing things up to a level that we haven't really seen locally yet with um, kind of an immersive, I guess, experience, like something very different than um, anybody else has really done. So I'm excited to see how they do it, uh, how it gets. Uh, um, how how people accept it, how people, uh, embrace it or don't, or, um, you yeah. know, it's, it's, it's going to be good. <coughs> Craft Parenting Podcast says their ice cream inspired fruited series, Fee, Fi, Fo Fum. These names are on point. There's a lot of good names there. Uh, there's a lot of good beer names, <laughs> but, uh, definitely excited to try it. Um, I know the beer will be great. Um, And uh, I think the taproom experience looks to me uh, like something that uh, is uh, much needed in Cincinnati. So I'm excited about them. Uh, On the complete flip side, um, Margo says, hurt the cough. You good? No, no, Margo. I'm dying. I am definitely dying. It is stress from the podcast and... Uh, everything that is not working right now in my life. Uh, <laughs> I I am on the verge of uh, just picking up this light stand over here and using it to smash all of the things. Um, that's that's where I'm at. Uh, Julia says, can anyone educate me on what a waterless mead is? Uh, I assume that it's just a whole bunch of honey. I could be wrong on that, but I assume you take a, just a bunch of honey and you ferment it and it makes a mead. Um, I don't, I don't know what, uh, um, what else you would, you would put in there to kind of water it down a little bit without water. Um, but I don't know. That's, that's my guess. (laughs) Um, let's jump into the next one. Um, because, uh, I'm just too too grumpy tonight to to stretch this out too long. Uh, this is uh and when you're grumpy, this is probably a good news story to talk about. Um uh, founders. All right, so we've we've talked about founders. Uh actually I don't know how much I've talked about them on this show. Uh but founders has had their their problems. <laughs> In uh, in their history, uh, with some uh, racist issues, they had a uh, racial discrimination lawsuit a few years back. Um, you remember the the, the the white printer and the black printer thing, um, and lots of lots of little uh, issues we'll, we'll say with uh, with racial discrimination. There was another lawsuit that uh, was. Um, Uh, brought forth i guess recently and then immediately thereafter they just shut down the uh, detroit tap room so kind of in the same way that i want to uh smash all of my podcasting gear right now and burn it all to the ground uh they just they just smashed it all and burnt it all to the ground (laughs) like you know what uh something's happening here uh we don't want to talk about it and we don't want to Uh, you know, admit any wrong. So we're just gonna, we're just gonna shut it down and it doesn't exist anymore, (laughs) which I guess uh, is is definitely one way to, uh, one way to handle it. Um, I don't know. Oh, Hey, look, the podcast is up. You guys can't see, look, that's the podcast it posted. So if you guys uh, subscribe to sensei brewcast, I guess it's there. That makes it even more frustrating because I didn't do anything. Um I hate it all. I hate everything right now. I'm glad that it's up, but um why? Um Craft Parenting podcast says hopefully they're going to reset, but if they're in trouble again, I doubt they're going to improve. Now, I I imagine that this is the death blow. Uh we will see a slow steady decline of uh founders until Um, They just disappear off the face of the earth. That's my guess. Uh, There is no room. (laughs) There shouldn't be any room for people who hate on other people. And I say that knowing (laughs) what is happening in beer right now. And I I don't know. (laughs) <laughs> there's there's a big conversation there, uh, but no. Uh, to heck with them. Um, I have I have no desire to drink a founder's beer ever again. Um, I respect that there are going to be people that work for the company. There are people that work for the company that um, um, yeah, Julia brings up. Brewdog. Uh, you know there are there are bad there are bad people that run companies. There are people that are that are just not good people, and I choose to support the people that I believe in. And there are plenty, plenty, there are more people that I think are worthy of me spending my money on than I can possibly spend my money on. Uh, so why would I waste my time on on one of the other ones? Um, that's that's how I feel. Um, and I know that gets, that gets murky sometimes, and I know that sometimes you find yourself in a place and you are drinking a beer that you then realize later or realize why you're ordering it is probably um, not the best, um, not the best company. It happens. Um, But I think overall we have this, this choice every time we spend a dollar (sighs) and spend it wisely, I guess. Julia says, speaking of thoughts on craft brewers conference being in Tennessee, even though the state has passed more discriminatory laws in the past year than any other state, Um, hmm there's a lot to uh, unpack there there's so I don't know that (sighs) I would assume that the planning for the Craft Brewers Conference starts well before uh, uh, all of that happens Um, and you can't stop a a machine like that um uh, would I rather it be somewhere else uh, maybe um but i don't I don't know that that bothers me as much as um if it was them uh sitting in a uh uh founders tap room with some kind of official event <laughs> like that, I think that would be different for me. Um Chili says yes, I know that's been in the planning stages. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's um are there better places that I think it could be? Of course. Of course. But what do you do? Uh I don't have I don't have as strong of feelings about that as I do um about the specific kind of companies right now that you see that are that are not great. Just me personally. Uh so founders uh see you later i i could i could care less personally I couldn't care less personally uh one that does kind of sting a little bit um and I didn't have time to pull any details kind of about this um but we can still definitely talk about it um bramari uh this the writing has been on the wall for a little bit they started shutting down tap rooms and um laying off employees. And so I, I, I think, I think we all knew this was coming. Um they, Bromari is no more. Um, however, they did announce in the press release about it, that there is a, there is going to be a brewery in that location. They didn't say what the name was or what the ownership of this new place was or anything about it, how, how it relates to Bromari. But, um, Uh, as of right now, they're, 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 they're history, which uh, for one of the, there, there are a handful of breweries that I think are from outside of Cincinnati that I feel like resonated with the beer culture here. And I think that Bromari was one of those places that uh, people, uh, people felt good about and liked supporting, liked buying the beer. If if I recognize that that was especially now looking back at it it was not going to happen. Uh, if they'd ever opened up a tap room, a brew pub here in the city, I think it would have done well, uh, because people, um, did feel good about the brand. Uh, so it, it does suck to, to see that, um, they're, they're gone. Um, Craft Parenting Pod says the weird thing about this for me is that they say they're going to open a new taproom brewery. Why close it down? If they're just going to put something new in there run by the same people, uh, because uh, there's a, it's not, it won't be all of the same people. There's an ownership structure that is built around a place like Brumari. Uh, it's not, um, it's not even if, even if some of the people that were involved with Brumari are going to be involved with the new place. It's not going to be everybody. Um, And so I think that maybe uh, there was some kind of butting of heads or disagreements within the structure that now has split off and maybe some of those people will uh, be opening the new place. Maybe. I don't even know that for a fact. Um, I'm sure that there are some people uh, around locally that uh, have have some more details about some of the the behind-the-scenes stuff, but um, I am not one of them. I do not know anybody. Uh, from Bermari. And so it's all just kind of my thoughts and opinions, which is kind of the point of this. It's me just spouting off my thoughts and opinions. None of this is, none of this is real facts. This is just me telling you how I think and feel about craft beer life. Um, but it makes me sad to see them kind of going away. Uh, I enjoyed beer that I had from them. Um, the food that I had from them was all incredible. Uh, I think that they were, they were the real deal. And, um, it's it's it sucks to see uh, places like that close. Um, <laughs> Julia says it's our truth. Uh, <laughs> moving on, uh, this one I definitely have thoughts on, uh, but I don't know it's it's if it's negative thoughts or positive thoughts. I don't know. Ermel's. Um, from Warped Wing. This was one of the OG beers from uh, Warped Wing. It was a Belgian cream ale, a style that uh, is weird, <laughs> number one, um, but it was it was its own thing. Like It developed this personality. I don't know if you can read that, but it's now a Hefeweizen, which is a great style. Love Hefeweizens, and it makes sense, and I guess it's more... Uh, more easily communicated to drinkers, a Hefeweizen versus a Belgian cream ale. Uh, however, uh, I think this idea of taking a, a core style, a name, a brand, and completely changing the style, I, I it, it just feels weird to me. It's like if you took Truth and made it a Pilsner, uh, yeah, I'm gonna drink more of it, I love Pilsners. But truth is not a pilsner. Truth is an IPA. And that's what it should be. And if all of a sudden people stop drinking IPAs, guess what? Truth shouldn't be made anymore. (laughs) Or it should be made on a very smaller scale. Uh, It doesn't mean that you have to... Fat tire, if it's not selling, should go away. You don't make a new beer and call it fat tire. This is that same idea to me. If, if people don't want a Belgian cream ale, great, I get it. It's a weird style. It's a good beer, but it's, it's a strange style and it's confusing. But call this something else. Um, it's not, if it's like a sub brand and you're doing, uh, you know, orange uh, Belgian cream ale, okay, it's Ermel's orange or Ermel's lime or, you know, pomegranate or whatever, whatever you're doing. Uh, I get that uh sub brands underneath of it, but uh this this doesn't make sense to me. This doesn't feel right. <laughs> I I I don't like it. Um I don't I'm sure the beer is great and I'm sure I will enjoy the beer. Um uh, probably even more than I enjoyed the original Ermels. I I, I I like Hefeweizens a lot. Um so it's it's not that it's it's something something deeper deeper rooted inside of me <laughs> about the brands. I hope you guys can hear uh, my kid running. Can you hear it? gonna see if she goes again. Sometimes she thinks she's a horse. Yeah, is she going to go again? No. Sometimes she thinks she's a horse and she just like gallops around the house. Oh. and uh, uh, <laughs> there's no way to stop it. <laughs> I live, live with a tiny horse. Um, so, I don't know, Ermels, uh, again, not that there's anything wrong with Hefeweizen. <laughs> That's not it. I hope, hope everybody understands. Uh, my my displeasure has nothing to do with the actual beer. Uh, I can't get volume set on this. I'm sorry if my volume is jumping around on you guys. I'm trying to get it dialed in. Nothing ever works the way it's supposed to. Uh up next, uh this is a uh this is a interesting one for me. Um so the, let me preface this first. As breweries go, I understand the uh need or the desire um to keep to keep growing and to keep shifting and to keep trying to evolve and trying to provide different uh, different experiences different products different different things I and this is just my opinion um, I don't like it as much when I've got a craft brewery that I fall in love with that then starts to shift their uh, their their product lineup dramatically um, be it um, shifting to a bigger focus on a uh, a seltzer that is branded under them if you offer seltzer that's a whole different thing or a different branded seltzer i think that's different but uh, or uh, spirits you flip the switch and now there's a full bar and you're serving just as much uh whiskey as you are beer i don't like that it doesn't feel right to me uh if you are uh you know uh, whatever it may be, uh, even a food program. If your food starts to become more important than the beer and it wasn't like that from the beginning, I feel like it's an identity thing that I i have trouble shifting my connection with, with my perception of you. Um, and that's hard as a brewery, and I respect that. There are ways to do it. And when I see places that are doing it in a way that I think is uh, fun... Um, I, I like to shout it out. High Wire, the Tiki Bar, uh, Tiki Easy. This is a uh, Tiki Bar speakeasy that is located, uh, or is going to be located, in the back of their original location on the South Slope in Asheville. Uh, it's a speakeasy in the back of the bar that is Tiki cocktails. So you go to the tap room and it's still a tap room. It's still still what you have grown to love about that high wire location. But if you want just something a little bit different, you go in the back and there's a whole separate bar that has cocktails that, uh like, and as far as cocktails go, I love tiki cocktails. So it's right up my alley, but um it doesn't, to me it doesn't take away from what is happening uh originally. Uh it, Craft Parenting Pod says, uh, is it a speakeasy if everyone knows it exists? Uh, yes, you just have to speak easy about it. Like, that's the whole point. Um, you can speak about it, and everybody can know that it exists. You just can't. Uh, sh- uh, Julia says, sort of like the Nine Giant Uh Sort of. Uh, except, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, that's a good kind of um, uh, parallel to draw. Uh, it doesn't take away from Nine Giant. Uh, Nine Giant didn't change, but the experience you get in this separate space is very different. Um, I wish more places would kind of go that way instead of changing their original space. I get it, and and, you you can send me grumpy emails if you want, but I think there are other ways to do it than um, changing too much, personally. Uh, Julie says not uh an exact comparison of course but it's a different experience there i feel yeah it is it's very like the the, the experience from original nine giant to the firmatorium are are different uh experiences that's it's fair enough all right uh, let's wrap this up um i'm going to smash some equipment and um drink heavily so <laughs> We'll be back next week to to do all of this again. Hopefully things will work a little bit better. Uh, hopefully there will be more podcasts for you to uh, experience. Um, please, uh, if you don't already, uh, go on YouTube and subscribe to the Gnarly Gnome and to Cincy Brewcast on there. And Drinking with the Gnome. Um, because... Uh if the podcast feed craps out, chances are the podcast will always still be on one of the other places and vice versa. If one of the other places craps out, it'll be on the podcast feed. There are just there's lots of places to consume things. Um so just always be ready to consume wherever wherever is working, I <laughs> guess. Uh Craft uh, Parenting Pod says don't smash it. Uh <laughs> you and auction it off to other Cincinnati based podcasters. If it doesn't work, it's useless. <laughs> uh, not smashing. I think I'm i I am going to uh, grumpily uh, smack it with a beer can. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> we'll be back next week, guys. Uh, sorry that I'm not in the best mood. Uh, sometimes, Sometimes this is kind of the way it works. Uh, There's a lot of moving parts to all of this, and when you have that many moving parts, what I've learned over the last year uh, is that uh, one of them isn't gonna work, like at all times. With that many things, there's always something broken and always something that uh, that does work good. So yeah, we'll be back. (laughs) We'll, We'll do this all again and uh and hopefully it'll work better that time <laughs> cheers everybody uh follow along on all of your favorite uh, your favorite platforms if you like like this show for some god unknown reason uh you can support at the gnarly slash support but um will do get better <laughs> cheers everybody uh thanks for thanks for hanging out <laughs> I just realized that I forgot to record the show the old-fashioned way, so now I have to pull the audio from the video, which means I'm going to be up an extra God knows how much time tonight. Why? Why do I do this to myself over and over and over and over? i glutton for punishment.